Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, rehabs across the world? Trent here. Welcome to today's episode of Straight Up Podcast. And there might be a little echo because I'm literally in a house right now that has nothing in it at all. This is probably my last podcast in this house, in this room, and it's bittersweet because this is the room that created so much for Rehab Time. My red wall videos that a lot of you know about if you've been following me for a long time were created in this space. And if you've been following Maria and a little bit of me, I haven't been sharing much of it, but uh, we we moved and um, we moved to, and let me just say this, and I don't want to get too deep into this conversation and I want you to take it for what it's worth for you, but we literally moved to a street in a place in a neighborhood that I said it was impossible. I was like, look, like I remember three years ago or two years ago, we drove down this same street and it was the dream neighborhood for us. I mean, it had land. I can protect my peace. Great school district, like just everything, everything we wanted was there. And I told Maria, I was like, man, we can never move on uh, here. I was like, you know, this is like wishful thinking one day. And to make a long story short, two years later, we moved to the same place I said we could never move to. And I just want to share that because I want to show you, and I want to like put this on me in real time. We are so great, and it sucks to be this way, but we're so great at telling ourselves what we can't do. Like we're so great that I know I talked about that in a previous podcast a few weeks ago, but this is a perfect example on how we put so many limitations on our life. Like literally two years ago, I was like, oh, we'll never live on this street. And now we live on that exact same street, that exact same neighborhood, that exact same school district, everything, right? We moved there. And so I just want to sit that with you, you know, take that for what it's worth in your life. But I just want you to sit with that on how things could change in two years, how you can go from something that seemed impossible, something that seemed a dream, and you actually can make it a reality. And it was a lot of hard work, a lot of things that went into and went into that factor, a lot of faith, et cetera. But just think about that. Literally the same street, the same neighborhood. I was like, ah, this is nice, but we'll never be here. <laughs> and two years later, we moved into this, this same neighborhood, this same street, and it's just amazing. I actually saw the same lot. We were like, man, this would be cool to have a house right here. And we have that house now. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton, straight up. I want to talk about today how this moving process, I'm not going to talk about like the boring part of moving. Obviously, if you move before, you know how it is. 
But I want to spend this episode just the realization I had with moving and how it made me realize why we don't like to move on in our life. Like we don't. Some of us, we're in situations we know we need to move on from. And I'm just, I'm not talking about like moving houses or moving apartments or moving cities or relocating. I'm talking about with things in your life, whether it's your past, whether it's, you know, a toxic situation. And this revealed a lot to me. So the house that I'm currently in right now, it's a beautiful house, right? We love it. So many memories here. But obviously, the place that we moved is a lot better. You know, it's a lot better, a lot more peaceful, what we wanted. But I'll be honest with you. Once we started the moving process, a big part of me was like, man, I wish we just would stay here. Like, I don't feel like doing this. You know, we driving 40 minutes down the road, having to go through all these things, a lot of stress. I mean, if you ever did the moving thing, you know what I'm talking about, right? Boxing up things, and we wait till last minute, by the way. So we did all of these things, and it was so much stress, and it made me want to just be like, let's just stay here, even though, right, the new house was better for us, even though it was like our dream place, I wanted to stay here. And I started to think about life like that. Like so many of us do that. We know that there's better in our future, right? We know that there's something more or the more we deserve that our future has that are, we're moving on to something better for our life. But oftentimes we'll stay in a situation that we know is worse. And I ask myself, why is that? And I think it's a few reasons that I want to break down. Number one, I feel like because it's comfortable. A lot of us, we're addicted to comfort. Even if that comfort is pain, we're addicted to it. You might say, how can I be comfortable in pain? Well, you know what you're going to get. A lot of times as humans, we will stay in something that we, that we know that's familiar to us. Even if it's pain, then go through the process of the unknown. Because we think, okay, well, what if it's worse? Or what if things don't work out? Or what if this? What if that? We live in the what if mindset instead of the what is mindset. And we stay in a situation because we don't want to go through the process. We don't want to go through the process of healing. So we stay in a situation of pain. We don't want to go through the process of growth. So we stay in a situation that's making us stagnant in our life. We don't want to go through the process of learning, of educating ourselves. So we stay at a low level in our life. It made me realize in this moving process how so many of us, even myself, we're so afraid of the process because sometimes the process sucks. Packing these bags and, and boxes, I was like UPS, FedEx, all in one, right? I was Amazon, man. I was everything. Like I probably didn't even have to work out because I lifted so much stuff. I'm surprised my back is still intact, right? But I didn't want to, you know, going through that process of that, right? Packing and, and, and having to paint and having to clean and then having to, you know, make sure everything at the new house is right and making sure everything is here. And then we're selling a house, we're leaving. Like the process sucked. And so many times the process sucks, but we're so focused on the current climate of the process that we forget what the process produces. And so with us being in the house for like the last four days, the last week, and obviously we're unpacking and it's a lot going on, but I can tell you, it's like everything that my family has wanted. And it made me think like, dang, just last week, <laughs> you were in the mindset of staying in a place that 
you know, that you know you need to move on from, that you wanted to move on from, the family wanted to move on from, but you were allowing the process to make you lose, make you lose appreciation for what the process was going to produce. And how many of us listening to this right now have allowed the fear of the process to keep us in the place that we know we don't deserve? How many of us listening to this right now have allowed the fear of the process to keep us in a place that we know is not right for our life, right? We're so afraid to move on with our life, so we choose to settle in what I like to say, settle in the things that suck, settle in the things that drain us, settle in the things that don't move our life forward, settle in the things that hold our lives back, settle in for less than what we deserve. We will stay here. Even if we know the future will bring us better, we will choose to stay in worse because we're so afraid of the process. We're so afraid of the unknown. We're so afraid of doing the work that it takes to be able to build your life. I was afraid. I know this might seem silly, but I was, I was thinking about, dang, I got to unpack all these boxes. We got to get this right. We got to get that right. This has to go. And I'm like, gosh. And it made me not want to move forward in moving because I didn't want to do the hard work. Once I thought about all the, like the idea of moving sounds great. We all know. But when it comes to all the hard work that you got, the little things that you even forgot that you got to do, the little changing the bills and making sure schools are right, making sure, you know, all these things, you know, making sure utilities are changed, all the unnecessary stuff, right? It could add to a lot of stress and you don't want to do the hard work. And so you choose to settle. So you choose to settle. And that's life. So many of us, we don't move on to what we know we should move on to because we don't want to do the hard work it takes to move on. So we'll just say, you know what? I'll rather just settle for this than actually put in the work to create something better for my life. I'll just stay in a place that I know is taken away from my confidence, that I know is draining me, that I know is not contributing to my growth at all. I would rather stay here because I don't want to do the work. A lot of us are afraid of the process because we're afraid to do the hard work it takes to be able to heal, to be able to grow, to be able to change, to be able to start that business. Some of us, we're staying in the job that we hate. And listen, I'm not telling you to quit your job today because don't be hitting me up saying, Trent, I listen to your podcast. I quit my job. Now I, I need a job, right? Make sure there's water under the bridge before you go jump, okay? Make sure you don't just want to jump and, and you end up, you know, in a bad situation. I always tell people that before you move on from something, make sure you got a plan, some type of plan, right? You just want to move blindly. Or some of us are in a job right now that we know that's not right for us. And some of us, I, 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 I want to start my dream. I want to start my business. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do this. And it sounds good. It sounds good. But then when it comes to the hard work of actually being an entrepreneur, of actually starting your own business, of actually, you know, moving forward with your dreams, you know, working on the things that, you know, I always tell people when you're self-employed, it's harder than actually being employed by somebody else. I promise you, because it's a 24-7, 365 thing. All my entrepreneurs out there are probably like raising their hand like, Trent, we get it. But some of us, we don't want to do the hard work. And I think what happens is, is that we don't forward think. We're so wrapped into the moment of instant gratification that we don't forward think to understand, okay, well, what is this hard work going to produce, right? What is this process going to produce? What is this being uncomfortable going to produce? Because a lot of us, we don't want to be uncomfortable. And we all know this quote, outside your comfort zone is where change takes place. But a lot of us, we're addicted to comfort. 
We're addicted to what's familiar to us. But yet we have this mindset of this is important to me. I sent out a text today on my text community. Some of you got this, but I, I and I'm going to read this verbatim. I said, how important is it to you? Because this came from me thinking about my own life, right? This move like made me open up a whole new just can of stuff, right? That was deep down inside. I'm just like, man, why am I like this or that? But I, I wrote this and I want you to listen to it. How important is it to you? Like for real, how bad do you need it? Because the journey will always reveal that. Let me stop right there. A lot of us say that we want something, right? I said I wanted a new house. I wanted to be in a place where I can, you know, raise my family in a great school district and, you know, a little bit of land where I can protect my peace. Like I, I saw the future. My grandkids can come. Like this is the place where I want to be. But when it came to doing the hard work, I started to have regrets, and it's silly to even think like this and say this, but I started to have regrets when it came to doing all the hard work and necessary things, when it came to putting things together, because that gives me anxiety. I am not the handyman. Like we get a tire, we call in uh, AAA. I am not the handyman. And that's one of the areas I need to strengthen, but I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I'm the guy's like, I'll rather pay somebody to do it than me spending three hours to try to figure out how to put this together. Like I know my weaknesses and that's one of them. But I kept saying that this was important to me. But if it's important to you, then you'll be willing to go through the uncomfortableness of the journey. You'll be willing to go through the, the grind. You'll be willing to go through the struggle. You'll be willing to do it. Notice the word I said, willing to do it. You end up loving it because it's that important to you. But a lot of us say, you know, my dreams are this is important or my, my self-worth is important or this is important. But when it comes to actually doing the work, when it comes to the process, you turn your back on it. So my question to you is how important really is it to you? Because that's what's going to get exposed. Inconvenience will expose commitment. Losses will expose dedication. Lack of support will expose belief. Like how important is it to you when people don't support you? When people call you stupid, when people laugh at your dreams, when people call you crazy because you walked out of that job to build something for yourself because you didn't want to spend the rest of your life building someone else's dreams, you finally found the courage to start building your own. But then the lack of support wasn't there. And a lot of people, what happens when the lack of support doesn't show up, guess what? They create a lack of belief in their life. But how important is it to you if you're dependent on people to support you, to fuel your fire? How important is it to you? How important is it to you if inconvenience can make you turn your back on your commitment? How important is it to you? Because I know things, let's think about this, things that are really important to you, your family, your friends, whatever it may be, when, when it's that real for you, there's no inconvenience that can make you become decommitted to something that you said meant that much to you. So how important is it to you when losses happen? Because losses are going to happen on the journey of growth, on the journey of change. Often say the road to success is paved with failure, is paved with setbacks. It's not the yellow brick road. Even the yellow brick road had obstacles, baby. <laughs> right? It had tons of obstacles. But a lot of us, we expect our yellow brick road to be perfect. We expect not to see no flying monkeys in the wicked wish. We expect not to run into no obstacles. We expect this perfect yellow brick road. And it doesn't exist. And as soon as failure, soon as setbacks, soon as lack of support, soon as inconvenience, people turn their back on it. And then they go back to what's comfortable in the place that they hate, in the place that's draining their life, in the place that's making them miserable. They go back to what's comfortable. You know, I've said this a million times and I'll say it again. 
I would rather go through a journey that's uncomfortable, that leads me to a more comfortable life, than stay in a place that's comfortable, that keeps me in a more uncomfortable life. I hope that makes sense. Because a lot of us, we're choosing comfort that is really <laughs> just... It's really not, it's like a mind trick. You think that it's comfortable, but you're really uncomfortable. You're having stress, you're having depression, all these things because you want to stay in a place that's familiar. You want to stay in a place that doesn't challenge you, but yet all these things are bringing all these negative things to your life. So you have to understand the journey to whatever it is that you want, right? In my case, moving to a new house. In my case, building rehab time. The journey is very uncomfortable. There's nothing pleasurable about it. Let's be honest. It's always figuring things out. I wake up at times every single morning. I have to program myself to wake up with appreciation. But I'm always thinking like, dang, okay, what can I do to move it forward? Okay, how can I do this? And, I, and I've learned to love that because I know, I know what the journey is going to produce. I know what it's going to, I know what the process is going to produce. The process sucks, but what the process produces feels excellent. And you have to be willing to take it. You have to be hungry for your growth. You got to be starving for your growth. You got to be hungry for it. Don't let impatience make you give up on something that is meant for your life. Don't let impatience make you give up on something that is meant for your life. And just remind yourself of what this is going to produce. Just remind yourself of where you want to be at because this is just life. It's facts, common sense. Nothing will look different in your life by staying in the same things. Nothing will look different in your life by staying in the same things. And I get it, man. Like I'm sitting in this office right now. I'm like, man, so many videos were created. Millions of people were impacted in this place. So many memories. But this is the past. And it's time to build new memories. It's time to create a new legacy and a new place. And there's a big part of me that's going to miss this place. A big part of me is going to miss this house. I mean, you know, Tristan grew up in this house. Marley, well, she's not going to remember this house, but Maya grew up in this house. And this was our first house as a family. And we're going to miss it. And there's nothing wrong with missing things from your past. But if you truly want to grow, if you truly want to progress, then you have to take the step. Then you have to say, you know what? I'm going to create something new. I'm going to create something better. And that's life. You know, this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but I've always been a person. I've always been a person that's been so afraid to have past trend take over present trend. This is what I mean by this. I never wanted to be a person that talked about my past. I never wanted my story to be about my past. That's why you never hear me talk about the NFL much. You never hear me talk about all those things unless I'm trying to prove a point through, through a story. I'm always on the quest to reinvent so I can talk about what I'm doing now. I don't want to be the person, maybe when I get like 80, 90 years old, you know, 75, then I'll talk about the things that I used to do. I rather talk about the things that I'm currently doing because what I did or what I used to do, that's the past. And the past can't change anything. So I'm always hungry to reinvent, re-inspire every single day. And so I can tell you, yeah, I played in the NFL. Cool. But this is what I'm doing now. And it's a lot, it's a lot better. <laughs> it's a lot more impactful. 
And that's my challenge with myself, you know, every single year is to not talk about last year, unless I'm trying to prove a point, not to live in last year, last decade, but to live in now because I'm actually putting in the work. And so I say all that to say, yes, moving is very stressful and it's been stressful, (laughs) but I'm so happy that uh, you can follow Maria too. She's probably showing y'all a lot more than me, but I'm so happy to be able to get to a better place. Uh, I'm so happy for things to come full circle to be like, man, I was thinking like so small three years ago and just look how things changed just in those two years, three, two years. And things could change for you. When you put in consistent, I'm not talking about monetary, I'm not talking about a house or anything like that. I'm talking about personally. Like things can change for you just like that. Things can change in a year. Like a year from now, you could be a whole totally different beast type of person, mentally, spiritually, physically, if you're willing to go through the process, if you're willing to be uncomfortable, if you're willing to do the things that probably suck and don't feel good, but lead you to a place where life feels great. So I appreciate you guys, but I don't want to take too much of your time. I like to make these podcasts too long, like 20 minutes. So you guys, I'm like, I got to listen to Trent for an hour, but I want to say I'm proud of you. I appreciate you. And just know that Better is coming for your life. Better is meant for your life. But sometimes you got to go through worse before you receive that better. And again, like I always say, is it really worse if it's creating something great, right? So be mindful of the meanings that you give things and the definitions that you give things. Because I believe that if we stay committed, if we stay disciplined, if we stay like really engaged on how much it really means to us, and we understand what we want to leave on this earth and what we want to leave for our family, and we're really locked in on that, then everything else just, it becomes easier to do, even the hard things. All right? I'll check in with you guys next week. Hit me up, social media, text me, 817-242-2719. You guys have a beautiful week. I love you, and thanks for the support. It's rehab time. Let's get Again, I'm sorry for the echo, but I'm in an empty house, and I want to record it in this empty house just to prove my point. All right, let's get it straight up. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. 
Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. Hey, you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there will be no trend show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all under your own brand. And what's cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or a Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked or unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has its 14-day trial free just for you. Go to circle.so. Imagine being able to manage your community, start chat groups and live classes, accept payments, all in one place. If this is the year to capture organize and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. Let's get it.